The advice and opinions expressed by the hosts of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Good morning and welcome to Autism Live. I'm Shannon Penrod. We're coming to you live from many places around Southern California. Hey, really quick, I got to tell you, there's two big events that are happening this weekend that have to do with autism. One of them is very Los Angeles-centric and one of them, while it's very Los Angeles-centric, any of you can attend. We're going to be talking about that uh, a lot today. But I want to remind you that this weekend, this Saturday, is our Sensitive Santa event. There are a couple, I added a couple of tickets this morning on the Eventbrite. So go to Eventbrite, look for We Rock the Spectrum, Autism Live, Sensitive Santa. And uh, these are free tickets. One ticket equals one car. Please limit yourself to one car per ticket. And if you have additional drivers, have them register. But there are a few tickets that I just added this morning. So if you want to go to that, it's a drive-through Sensitive Santa. And Santa has a special gift for every child on the, or every individual on the autism spectrum, I should say, and for every sibling of a, spec, a person on the spectrum that is under the age of 18. So if you have a 45-year-old who's on the autism spectrum, Santa has a gift for them. If they have a 12-year-old uh, friend, niece, sister, brother, you know, whatever, we have a gift for them as well. So if you're on the spectrum, any age gift for you, if you are a friend, sibling, whatever, in the car with them under the age of 18 is a gift for you as well. One car, one ticket. But uh, just in just a little while, we're going to be joined by Nava, Pascalitz Asner, and Matt Asner from the Ed Asner Family Center to talk about the other autism event that's happening this weekend, and that is the amazing gala for the Ed Asner Family Center, where they're going to be doing a very special table read of the script for It's a Wonderful Life. And we're really excited to talk with them. It's a star-studded event, and tickets are still available, and you can get a ticket. There is a cost to it, but I want to remind you, and we'll remind you throughout the program, that the cost of that ticket goes towards keeping the programs that we've been talking about about the Ed Asner Center from the beginning of time, but most especially, I'm so proud of them, how they have responded to COVID. Every day of the week, they have different lessons online that kiddos, teens, and adults with all different abilities have been able to participate in via Zoom and other platforms. And it's been free. That's right, F-R-E-E, free. And you know those things don't happen for free. Like you have to buy materials and people have to be compensated. Teachers have to be compensated for their time. So, you know, no one has asked a family to uh, pay for any of those lessons. But if you have any ability to donate, you can either make a donation to the Ed Asner Family Center or you can buy a ticket and be there on Sunday night with the rest of us while we see these. And they're going to tell us about the stars, but the list is off the chain. Uh, if you watched Silent Live, you heard Pete Davidson talk about this event and the controversy surrounding his casting, that he's going to be reading the role of George. I can't wait. I think he's going to be brilliant. I'm all on Team Pete. Uh, I think it's wonderful that he is donating his time for this wonderful, wonderful charity. And we should all support him. And I think I think he's got some chops and I think he's going to show us that he can handle this Jimmy Stewart role. But I'm in that camp. So really excited. And Matt and Nava are going to be with us in just a few minutes to talk about that event and what they have going on at the center and the kinds of programs that it's going to keep funding. Plus, it's Hanukkah. And so we're excited. I've told Nava to bring her dreidel. Let's see if she remembers to do that. Uh, so happy Hanukkah to everybody out there who celebrates. So 
Uh, I want to remind you that you can take part in this conversation and any conversation that we have at Autism Live in myriads of different ways. If you're watching us live right now, you are likely watching us on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, or Twitter. And all of those platforms have a way that you can communicate with us right in that platform. So if you're in YouTube, you just put your question in in YouTube and it pops up here on my screen. Isn't that great? Same thing with the other big three. And so we enjoy that interaction with you. We really look forward to it. Now, if you're watching us recorded later on down the line and you're like, dang, I would have liked to have asked a question, you still can. We encourage you to go directly over to our website, autism-live.com. And there's a chat at the very bottom. And we encourage you to put your comments in the chat and then stay tuned, watch subsequent shows to see when we get to your question. We try to get to as many of them as we can. We never get to all of them. I got to be honest about that. Uh, we, we're too big for our britches anymore. Uh, and in COVID, we're, we're running lean and mean staff-wise. So unfortunately, good morning, Amanda. Unfortunately, we can't get back to everyone, but we try to get back to as many people as we can. All right, so uh, if you want to watch us recorded, please remember that there are so many different ways to do that. We are pretty much on any platform that carries podcasts, things like iTunes for free download, either picture and sound or just sound. We are on Ghana, for instance, we're on Deezer, we're on iHeartRadio, all the places where you get your pod podcasts, we should be available there. If you see, however, that we are not, please notify us and we will work hard to get there. Our litmus test is, is it free to the viewer? If it is, then we want to be there. Uh, we don't want you, I fight really hard, you guys. People make suggestions all the time about how we can monetize this for our and have our viewers pay for this. And I, I want you to know I fight really hard keeping that at bay. We've been able to do that for 10 years, fighting the good fight on your behalf. Uh, we want to thank the Center for Autism and Related Disorders for picking up most of that bill. Uh, so that we can be here in all these places for you for free, which is a really wonderful thing. We have other sponsors too, but Center for Autism and Related Disorders, who I love anyway, uh, picks up the lion's share of that tab and has worked really hard to maintain this being free for all of you. So uh, we like to remind you that we have many experts that are on the show. I'm not one of them. You just have to cozy up to that. I am in your corner. This show is for that larger, big, beautiful spectrum of an autism community, which starts with, of course, the beating heart of our community, those individuals who are on the autism spectrum. We respect them. We want to give them a voice. We want to listen to them, right? But we also give voice to everyone who loves those individuals. We know that everybody has challenges and they're different. The challenges for folks on the spectrum are different than the challenges for those who love them, but they are challenges nonetheless. We like to give information and inspiration to everyone in that community to help you to, because we, look, we all have different things. We all come at this from different places with different challenges, but there's one thing we all have in common, and that is that we believe that individuals on the autism spectrum deserve the respect, the acknowledgement, the rights, that everyone else has, right? The right to love who they love, the right to employment, the right to a safe place to live, the right to support when they need it. So we can all agree on those things. And that is what we try to do here is try to elucidate those kinds of things and give information about where you might find support for different things. But you must know, I, I'm a parent of an individual who was diagnosed with autism at two and a half. And I always like to say, I, I gave up mind reading to be a mom, right? So I cannot, I cannot know what you need unless you tell me. But if you tell me, we'll do our level best to see if we can find you some resources and some help. But if nothing else, we will give you a hug and say, yes, we are here, we see you. Um, this is hard, but you're doing a great job because I know that you are. So that's all that I have to say about that. But hey, on Thursdays, we like to start the show with something we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day. This is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym. We try to figure out what in the hey, nani nani, are those experts talking about? What does this mean? How can this help us to save time and money? Because I'm all about that. If it can save me five minutes and five dollars, then I'm interested. Otherwise, I'm like, why? Why am I having to do this? Right. 
So uh, we give you a term, we give you the actual definition, then we make fun of it, if at all possible. And then we give you a working definition and try to give you a healthy spin on that so that you can figure out what that may or may not mean. So our jargon of the day today, woo, look at that, floated in on a wave. That's BCAT. We talked a little bit about this the other day because we gave the other term, which was RBT. RBT again, for those of you who don't automatically memorize things like me, RBT stands for Registered Behavior Technician. And now let's take a look at what a BCAT is. Doesn't it sound like a bee and a cat got together and had a fabulous romance and now we have a striped cat that goes, Bzz. no, that's not what a BCAT is. So a BCAT is a board certified autism technician. So if you are having therapy for yourself or for your child um, and, you're, and you're getting ABA therapy, there it is, a board certified autism technician. Fabulous. Um, you, so if you're having therapy, you can ask your therapist, are you an RBT or a BCAT? Um, someone, they might, appropriate responses will be, I'm studying to be an RBT or a BCAT, or they'll say, I'm an RBT, but I'm working towards my BCAT certification, or it could be the other way, I'm a BCAT, but I'm working towards my RBT, or they could say, I am a, uh, an RBT and a BCAT. And or and they then later on they might tell you that they're studying to be a board certified behavior analyst. So, uh, but some of your insurance requires that you have someone working on your case. They will not pay for an autism technician to work with your child or with you unless they have an RBT or a BCAT. And this is great. The, you know, the message behind it, I absolutely love. I wish that insurance would get on board with finding quicker ways to help individuals to become RBTs and BCATs because a lot of times what they do is utilize this as a way of making you wait longer for therapy, which is never good for your child or for you. So uh, we've seen, especially in COVID, that Somebody, in order to become an RBT or a BCAT, first there is a, a learning component. People can do it online. Um, and then they must do a certain number of hours working with individuals. The distinction here is that for an RBT, you are not forced to know anything about autism. You may, hopefully, and you may work with individuals on the autism spectrum, but to get an RBT, you do not have to have worked with individuals with autism. For a BCAT, you do. Um, so an RBT might be somebody who is working in the field of ABA, not with autism. You would not see that with a BCAT. But I think more insurance companies require the RBT than the BCAT. Not really sure why, but, you know, it's a thing. Some insurances don't require it. Um, and I will tell you, it is easier for those families to get access to therapy because, um, you know, somebody who's studying to be a BCAT but don't, doesn't yet have their credential, may even have passed their test, they can still work with your child and your insurance will pay for it. The families, I, I think eventually when insurance companies get on board with it, they have to be helpful and not hold up certifications because they take months sometimes to certify, uh, at least in the RBT I've heard. I'm not, you know, I don't personally have experience, but I've heard, especially in COVID. Um, that holds up therapy. And I, I'm all for learning. I'm all for certifying. I'm all for having people with more experience um, and, and certified that they know their stuff. I'm not for holding up therapy. Um, so RBT, BCAT, great if you can get them. I encourage caregivers, if you would like to learn what people do in order to be an RBT or a BCAT, you can. You can take the online course. There are lots of places that offer it. Some offer just the RBT, some offer just the BCAT. I always recommend the Institute for Behavioral Training because they offer one training that covers both. So you can you know, uh, check the box on your e-learning for RBT and BCAT within the same 40-hour course. And they are currently offering, IBT, Institute for Behavioral Training, is offering that training to caregivers on a case-by-case -case basis right now for free. It's a $440 value and they're offering it to caregivers for free, but you would need to reach out directly to the Institute for Behavioral Training 
tell them that you're a caregiver, tell them that you're really motivated to do the 40 hour class because they only want to give it to people who really want that and tell them that Shannon sent you, you saw it on Autism Live, yeah? Uh, okay, moving on. Let's go on to our question of the day. And our question today, da -da -da -da. what did you, uh, what did you stop taking advice? When did you, excuse me, I can't read. When did you stop taking advice from your parents? And maybe you haven't, but if you did, when did you stop taking advice from your parents? And I'll tell you why I'm going there is that it's really important that we all acknowledge that there's certain people we take advice from and certain people we don't take advice from. And it was my experience having a child that was diagnosed on the autism spectrum that there were people in my life that I was close to that I went to for advice, that I trusted, that I you know cared what their opinion was. And having a child on the autism spectrum didn't change that. And so I would go to them and I would say, I don't know what to do. They're telling me that my kiddo needs 40 hours of ABA. And I think that's a lot, right? And then I would go to those trusted friends who would go, oh my goodness, that's crazy. That's absolutely like why, you know, that he's three. Why would that be 40 hours? That's really nuts. So, and it took me, I don't know, maybe two, three years before I realized that, you know, I don't go to uh, my friend who's filed bankruptcy twice to ask for financial advice, right? Because they may not be the right person to go to. And my friend who blessed her, but has you know been through five marriages, when I'm having an argument with my husband, I don't go to her because she says, oh, you know, it's all over. And I know it's not over, right? So we have pockets of people that we go to certain for certain advice. And I'm gonna tell you right now, that if you are a person on the autism spectrum or you have a child who's on the autism spectrum, you gotta be mindful of who you're asking for advice from, right? Because you wanna know that you're asking somebody who has an informed opinion. Um, and sometimes our parents have informed opinions about some stuff, but I'm just guessing that you don't go to your parents to ask them for advice about something that happens on Instagram. Am I right? Uh, and I might be wrong. Maybe you have a parent who is like rocking the Instagram thing. Uh, there are, you know, I don't, I don't mean to overly generalize, but I, you know, there, there is one of those e-card memes that says, if you don't know what a BIP, an OT, an APE, an FBA, uh, a BCBA, and, you know, 13 other anagrams, right? Right. If you don't know what these things are, then you don't, you're not entitled to give me an opinion about what to do with my child on the autism spectrum. So, and I, and I think the same thing for folks who are um, teens and adults on the autism spectrum. I'm always about make sure you get good advice from people who understand where you're coming from, which is not always going to be the people that you are in your inner circle that you love and respect. You can love and respect someone, but say, that's not the person I'm going to go to for advice on this. I think that's my message for today. But I'd love to know, when did you stop taking advice from your parents if you did? Uh, and maybe, you know, do you still go to them and for certain things, right? Uh, okay, we're mo moving on here to, uh, uh, there's a question of the day. What's our topic of week? It's celebrating neurodiversity. Something that I think that we do every week here on Autism Live, but I think it bears repeating that it's so important that we in the autism community celebrate neurodiversity and acknowledge it for what it is, that different is beautiful, different is not odd, different is not weird. Although I love that Austin, Texas says, you know, we love keeping it weird. That's what we're all about. I love that they're normalizing that and saying, because, you know, there's a certain amount of judgment that comes with it. When, when somebody says something is odd or weird or different and says it in that special way, it's as if to say it's wrong. And there isn't anything wrong with being different. Different is beautiful. And if we can teach this to ourselves and to our kiddos, it will populate throughout the world. I love that uh, there are many people who are focused on focusing on teaching, typically developing children to embrace neurodiversity. Sesame Street being at the forefront of that, absolutely love that. Uh, somebody says, I never stopped uh, asking for advice from my parents, even with my mom's dementia. I will call her to ask how to help with my son. She was a special education teacher from preschool to high school. 
You know, I love that. And dementia is such a hard thing. But what I remember when a family member, their dad had dementia and um, he was in the hospital just three rooms down from my dad. My dad was in the hospital for over a month and they asked if I would just check in on this gentleman. And I, you know, had this friendship with this elderly gentleman who had dementia. And the thing that I noticed and the thing that they taught me was that there were, he had been a train conductor and they were, they said to me, you know, the way you start a conversation and connect with him is by talking to him about the things that he knows the most about. So um, he had his watch always because he was a train conductor and his watch was what he lived by. And so I would come in the room and I would say, hey, Cecil, what time is it? And he would be in this cloud, right? But he would snap because his brain had that path furrowed in further than anything else. And he would be present and he would look at his watch and he would say, you know, it's 7.20. And I would have him for a couple of seconds. And we built a relationship around that. So I love that, you know, if your mom was a special ed teacher asking her those questions, from what I've been told, that's a really good exercise for her brain. So good on you. But, uh, and that's, I mean, you know, that's another form of neurodiversity, right? That we, we need to have respect. It's hard. It's hard sometimes to embrace that. Um, you know, my dad had a stroke at a very early age and had aphasia and had to learn how to speak again. And I remember just being like, whoo, this is hard. This is hard. I don't ever want to have to do this again. And then, of course, you know, life dealt me cards where my son was speaking and lost all of his language and we had to teach him how to speak again. And you know what? I said at the time, I was like, I already know how to do this. I, don't, I already know how to do this because I did this with my dad. I'm prepared. Who would have thought that this would have prepared me for one of the biggest challenges in my life? You know, um, sometimes we get handed the lemons and we just get out the press and start making the lemon. You know what I'm saying? Si se puede, right? We can do this together. Hold hands. Okay. Uh, I don't know if Matt and Nava are here. And Traven, I'm going to count on you to tell me. I'm going to check my text to see if they're having trouble connecting. Um, I don't know what's going on. Uh, and they said, yes. It's like, hey, you know, there they are. I thought I lost you. I thought maybe you did. Oh, you got What's that? I missed that. We're in our messy, uh, my messy office because we're getting down to the wire. We're doing all this last minute craziness. You're busy, but I love that you've got the menorah there. That's wonderful because one of the things we're going to talk about today is that it's Hanukkah. We're excited about that. First night. Yes, Matt and Nava. So we've got uh, Matt Asner. Oh, good, you did bring the dreidel, fabulous. And we've got Nava Paskowitz Asner, and they are, of course, from the fabulous Ed Asner Family Center. And Nava's holding up. We already talked a little bit about that. You've got this amazing event happening on Sunday yeah. night. Tell us everything that we need to know. Well, we're doing this little table read. <laughs> What's nobody's? <laughs> um, that's kind of how it started, really. I mean, no, we we were gonna, we were we were doing a, we were gonna have a gala, of course, in November, December, and this thing called the pandemic hit us, and everyone hit everyone, and and we weren't able to do it, so we had to kind of devise a new way of doing things. So we 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 were, we had planned on doing a series of script reading, script script readings, and. Um, we were going to do actually we we're going to do princess bride and uh the democratic party beat us to that so we uh we ended up um deciding to do it's a wonderful life instead which uh, you know honestly this really kind of it was all kind of like this kind faded. of faded thing yeah. everything happened because it, you know the holidays and, and and it's so needed right now it's a wonderful life is such a important film and and it's full of hope full, full of hope of and life light and at the end of the tunnel and I think it's really an important message right now uh, for people to hear and see. Absolutely. So as you went along, what you did, because you're doing, you're living right and it's for the right cause, uh, everybody wanted to be involved. And now it is, I think, one of the most star-studded events of the season. Uh, every, every couple of days you let loose with another star that you've got involved in this. Who's well, in certainly, it? Certainly being talked about. Uh, well, so we have we have Pete Davidson, uh, Ellie Kemper, Maude Apatow, uh, Bill Pullman, Mia Farrow, 
Carol Kane, Richard Kind, Richard Kind, Ed Begley, Diedrich Bader, B.D. Wong. Oh yeah, oh, there you. you go. Vanessa Williams. And the most exciting thing, Shannon, is kids, uh, autistic adults from our theater program are shoulder to shoulder with these big wigs, and they're so excited. They're so, I mean, our community, these kids, they've really struggled in these last few months. And this is just like an early holiday present for all of them because they have something to look forward to. They've been practicing. They each have their own script. They're just so excited. And we're, we're so happy that we can give them this experience. And, it, and just, just to add, yeah. Tom, Tom Bergeron is hosting. Yeah. Uh, and second time hosting for us. And, and the amazing Vanessa Williams and yeah. her brother Chris are the narrators, which is amazing. And and um, we're honoring someone this this year too. We're we're honoring uh, Jeffrey Frost, who's been an incredible friend of the center. He's the president of Sony Pictures Television. He's been an amazing friend of the center, and um, we're really happy and proud to be honoring him. It's amazing what you guys have done, and of course, we you know this whole thing is a fundraiser, and I think it's just important that we keep drilling down on that because yeah. you. I'm so proud of you guys, and I'm so proud to know you. What you, I mean, what you guys have built. I've watched. You, I'm. See, I'm gonna get emotional. What what I've watched you guys build over the last five years is amazing. And then, and you were just hitting this peak of what you were able to do at the yeah. center, and along came COVID. And a lot of people would have just said, well, we'll meet you back here in another year. But you guys doubled down and have made, you know, I give out resources every day to families from all over the world. And they'll say, what can I do? Um, where can I go? And I can give them lots of resources. And they're like, I can't afford that. You guys gave free classes every day of the week via Zoom to people around the world. Nobody else did that. No one did that. You've given mental health things, you've given social skills, you've given arts classes, you've given movement classes, and you've given them away for free. I'm so proud of you. It hurts me how proud I am of you. And and But I've, I said earlier, this comes at a cost. You can't keep this up unless you have supporters. And we all need to be supporting you in this. Yes, because also our goal was to keep our staff employed. And even though you know we're giving away all these wonderful virtual programs, we still need to pay our specialists and our artists and our our um, you know our 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 yoga person. They live by doing these classes. So everything that we're doing, all of our fundraising on Sunday, is related to being able to continue because there this isn't going away. We're all in this for at least another. I don't want to say it out loud. But we need to be able to continue giving these free uh, online programs and especially close to my heart, our mental health services, which are have skyrocketed because in this, you know, crazy time, people need mental health support more than they've ever needed it in the ever. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people are impacted financially by what's been going on. And, and the only way that we can say to people, you know, we're never going to turn you away based on your ability to pay is with fundraisers like Sunday. Yeah. And, and let's be clear. You can donate anytime, any day of the week, you can go to the Ed Asner family center and you can make a donation of any size, but right. here's this wonderful opportunity that you can make a donation and have a ticket to be a part of and see this reading. And I guarantee you it's going to be a really good time because they never, you know, the Asners never do anything that isn't a good time. Uh, just saying. And I, and, and you know what? That's also true of the Paskowitzes too. So the, yeah, thank you so much. The two of you together. No, you, say, you, I would say sometimes the Paskowitzes have a better time than the Asners. Oh, heck yeah. uh, you know, uh, they, they bring the fun and, uh, and there are a lot of them and they bring the fun. So to have the two of you together, it's like of fun. And, and I know people are, as you said, people are already talking about this. It comes with a little bit of, uh, you know, already controversy. I think controversy is the wrong word, yeah. but um, I think everybody's going to be talking about it afterwards and people are going to want to have been there. So why are people talking about this, Matt? Give them the 411. I would say controversy is 
probably a, a, a good uh, statement. I mean, no, I think the controversy arises out of the the casting of George Bailey, which is, you know, Nava's amazing idea, which um, w was Pete Davidson. And but the thing is, if you really look at it, if you really go in, deep, do a deep dive into that, um, you know, it wasn't without thinking about it that that we did made this choice because Pete Davidson is a self-professed depressive. Uh, he's had problems with depression and and has con contemplated suicide and uh, is someone that has been through the darkness and out the other side and and is very much like the character of George Bailey. Mm -hmm. So we've been saying to everyone, he's the modern day George he's, and he's inspiring a whole new generation of people to watch this movie. He's inspiring a whole new ge generation of people who might have seen him one way and actually see him as a human who has gone through these mental health struggles that we all go through and has made it to the other side and has been successful on the other side. And if anyone doubts him, you know, one of the, one of the things is we had seen the King of Staten Island right before we started casting. And, uh, you know, I, I, from the beginning was just hammering that in. Yeah. And physically, he reminds me of my son, Max. So I love him anyway. But just the fact that I, you know, I might have seen him one way because of his tattoos and his punk kind of punkness. But when you saw him as this kid who is whose father died in 9-11 as a firefighter and how it affected him emotionally and, and, and how his mental health, you know, struggles, you know, it was incredible. To me, it was like the perfect inspiring cast uh, for for a modern George. Well, I'm with you on this. I've already said I'm Team Pete all the way. Yeah. Um, I saw the King of Staten Island. I think he's got acting chops. I think it's a lot like you know Adam Sandler. There was a period of time yeah. when people thought that Adam Sandler could only play this goofy doofus, yep. and then Adam Sandler showed everyone he's got acting chops. And I think Pete Davidson, same thing. I think he's going to do a beautiful job. I think everybody's going to be talking about it. I think. Later on, he's going to get roles based on this, and someday he's going to be standing there getting an Oscar, and he's going to say, "I'm, you know, I'm so glad I had opportunities to show people um, other sides of myself as an actor." I think he's an actor. I think he's up to it. I think you're brilliant for having come up with it, Nava. And I and I know people have been questioning it, um, but you know what? And I love that Pete ad addressed it on Center at Live. I thought that was just yeah. brilliant. Um, and I can't and I can't wait. I think it's created a buzz. I think people are excited, and I think there's a brilliant cast to support him. I want to talk about Zuzu. Yeah, because you've got some so two things by really your heart, by the way. <laughs> who it has a piece of my heart always. Spencer Hart is beautiful and she's gonna be playing Zuzu uh, on the, in, during the table read, but you also put out some exciting news about the original Zuzu this week. Well, uh, it's a little bit, well, it's not a surprise, but it, it, we're, we're, we're fortunate to have the real Zuzu, um, Carolyn Grimes uh, joining us uh, during intermission. There'll be an intermission, a 10 minute intermission during this, cause it's a long script. And, Everyone needs a potty break. Um, but, you know, when you're not going potty, you're going to be watching Carolyn Grimes and Tom Bergeron do a one-on-one -on -one interview uh, about the legacy of the film and about what it means to everyone and the importance of it. Uh, and, am I right that she's the last living cast member from the original film? Well, I would... Uh, I, would, I don't know about that little... Allegedly. Allegedly. We'll say... I, I, I don't know that the little kid that was younger than her. I mean, they're Tommy. pretty close. Yeah, Tommy, they're, they're pretty close, you know, to, to, okay. to age, I guess. But but I would say that's a, probably a shrewd bet. Okay. Well, I think it's gonna be incredible. So let's talk Turkey about the tickets. It's a really yeah. reasonable ticket price for this kind of an event. Um, tell people what it costs, and that's for your entire family to gather around the computer or that you can have it, you know, if you know how to make your computer go to your TV, you can watch it on your big screen TV. So it's your entire family going to it. So what is the ticket price, Matt? Actually, I'm just going to go on something you said there. It's called screen mirroring. Okay, and, thank you. Or, or streamcasting or something like that. But it's on the Apple 
You can do it from Apple your Play. iPhone, actually. You can literally do it from your iPhone to your TV. If you have a smart TV, it will, it will work. So do me a favor out there. If you're going to watch this, if you're going to buy tickets, uh, do a little research on how you do it from your phone to the, your TV. And it is an experience you'll probably want to do. Oh, yeah. um, can I do a special Hanukkah mitzvah today? Yes. Do you give me permission? I do. Okay. I think um, people should call in. And get, I'm going to give you some more work. And um, Shannon's going to give you a 50% off discount only for Shannon's listeners if they buy tickets today because Card has a special discount code that only Card's uh, special needs families are able to use. And, and uh, we want everyone to be able to see this. And sometimes people can't even, uh, you know, that that's a huge expense during these times. So, so it takes the it takes the fifty dollar price and cuts it in half to twenty five dollars. Okay. So the ticket price fifty dollars, which is a great thing. You're making a donation to wonderful things happening. But I I thought I'm allowed to tell them. But for for those who subscribe to Autism Live, you're going to get a thing in your inbox later on today. That's the code. Yes. Um, to do that. But I thought I wasn't allowed to say it. So. No, we want to get the card. Well, yeah, okay. we say it out loud because then everyone will. We want it to be the card community and yeah. and really uh, have that opportunity because it's you know these are hard times for everyone and and people are saving every penny, even during these hard times because we know we all sacrifice to buy our kids presents, and um, you know this is this is that's this time that's this year. And I'll say but this. Go ahead, this, Matt. I was just going to say the silver lining about doing this virtually is the fact that we have a capacity to, to have as many people as we as we want to have. Uh, and and so offering it to as many people as we can is important. And um, so it you know we're 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 so excited to have this happen on Sunday. We're so excited. I think this is probably the most excited I've ever been for one of our events. And that's saying something. Well, it's, it is exciting and I think it's just brilliantly conceived. And I've said from the beginning of this that, you know, the people who figure out how to not just survive, but thrive in the pandemic are the people who are the leaders right now. And I think that that's you guys. I think they have looked at every challenge and said, okay, we can't do this. So what can we do? And, and and in a way, you know, I mean, I loved your galas in the, in the past and they're absolutely wonderful. And it's great to get dressed up and, and be with a lot of people. That's certainly a lot of fun. But I think we're all aware of the fact that we're there and not everybody can be there. That there's the mom in Vermont who's taking care of three kids on the spectrum. And she's like, I'd love to be there, but I don't get to be a part of it. And so this year, the blessing is that absolutely everyone can be a part of this. Um, and everyone can contribute. And again, you know, even if, um, you know, I, I don't want to presume because, you know, well, I think that $25 is a great deal because you would pay that for one class and by paying $25 to get the ticket, it's like you're, you're making sure that other kids get the class and it might be your child or another child. I think it's a worthwhile amount, but if $25 is, is too much for you. I want to tell you that you can also just donate any size amount. You know, you can donate $5 on the website and that that's available all the time. Um, you know, and I think that during the holidays, you know, it, certainly we all love to get a present. I don't know anybody who doesn't love to get a present, but I, I would venture that most of us, if we really pared down what makes the holidays, whether you're celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or Ramadan or anything else, I think we all agree. It's all about the lights and being a light means giving. Mm -hmm. And when you give to somebody else, we always feel the light and we feel lighter. So I'm asking everybody, you know, be a part of Sunday. I'd rather you be a part of the Sunday, but if you can't, please donate um, because we need to keep the Ed Asner Family Center, Hale and Hardy, because they're, they're crushing it. They're absolutely crushing Thank it. You. And also, if you are a little flush this year, you can oh. also do a pay it forward and you can sponsor a family who couldn't afford uh, to come and see it. So there is a pay it forward option too, if you want to sponsor a family. Um, doesn't have to be a special needs family. If you just know a family who would love to come and just nominate someone, it. you can nominate. Fabulous. 
or give it as a Christmas gift to your friend. Like you were going to try to put something together and give them something, give them the admission, give them a ticket to come on Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, So I think that's wonderful. So where do they go to sign up for the tickets? Is that what's on the screen right now? That's at TEAFC.org. And And there's a big banner that says says tickets. tickets. Or sponsor, you want to sponsor. (laughs) Okay, for those of you who are listening to the podcast and not seeing it on the screen, it's T as in Tom, E as in elephant, A as in apple, F as in Frank, C as in center. Like Hanukkah. But some of us spell Hanukkah with an H, so that that, that doesn't fall. Is is it wrong? I don't don't know. So it's T-E-A-F-C dot org. And uh, go there and get your tickets and be a part of it. And of course, we'll talk about it on Monday. We're going to we'll, Hanukkah blue. I I specifically wore this today. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're wearing our Hanukkah blue too. I know. I see that. I see I that. Know, but I'm too sweaty. But so t- um, tonight is the first night. It is. And I just wanted to say that that the meaning of Hanukkah. Wait, we're doing this wrong here. Hold on. Oh, okay. The, not to sound like the Rugrats, but the meaning of Hanukkah. Is about it's the festival of lights, and it's about bringing light into the darkness of the world. And you know what better time, and what better, what better show? It's a wonderful life, but to bring light into the darkness. There's so much darkness in our world right now, you know, and um, that's what Sunday's all about. Is really just uplifting and having something to look forward to right now, because um, there's so many disappointments. Also, with this pandemic, not being able to celebrate with your family during the holidays is really devastating to a lot of us, especially uh, those of us who have big families. And this is something where you can really have something to look forward to and enjoy in the comfort of your own home. You don't have to buy a, you know, a thousand dollar gown and hair and makeup and all this stuff. You're doing it in the comfort of your home. And it's it's really, really allows us to continue supporting the special needs families. Yeah, you get your fuzzy slippers on and your favorite drink and gather the family around and enjoy it. It, it. And and if you're watching with other families, I know there's already people that I'm going to be texting on the side um, while we're watching it because we're going to be so excited. There are people that um, familiar faces, some of these celebrities that we're going to see that I can't wait to see Carol Kane. I know. Playing, playing I- Clarence. This is off the chain. But then seeing somebody like Spencer Hart play Zuzu, Zuzu's Petals. I I had a friend who always wanted to have a punk band named Zuzu's Petals. Oh, that would be crazy. Isn't that a great name for a punk band? I I know someone who has an email address that has to do with It's Wonderful Life. It's interesting because Diedrich Bader has an email address that's that's oh my has, gosh. I'm not giving it out. I'm not going to give it out. He was a natural <laughs> choice for us because he's got an email address that has to do with It's a Wonderful yeah, Life. Yeah, it's one of his so, favorite movies. That's was, wonderful. I definitely wanted to. Did you tell Shannon the story of that? It's why it's one of your favorite movies? Well, it's always been one of my favorite movies, but it is one of my favorite movies because I actually asked Nava to marry me during watching it's a wonderful. Life. Oh, how wonderful! I had never seen it. I had what? never seen it. No, I couldn't believe that. I'd never yeah. seen. It. I know, but we. I know. think my dad thought it was a religious movie, or there was some Christ, uh, you know, uh, it's Christmas a human movie. undertone, but not yeah. at all. Not at all. But I think I think um, there's just so much going on in that film, and it's and it's to me it's it's, it's one of it's my top three too. films. Me too. There's some just incredible moments of humanity in the film. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, you know, and the, it, I watched it when I was very young and uh, was struck by it and just loved it. And and it was so unusual. It was an, it's an unusual film. And uh, and I just, you know, I'm a huge fan. I'm so excited and happy that we get to do it. It's well, really I've fun. seen it many, many times in the last eight years that we've been together. I've seen it many times. <laughs> I think it's like our tradition now. We watch yes. it every year. So well, now I have questions. You know me. Stuff, yeah. Usually. So, so now I have questions. At what point in the film did you ask her to marry you? Well, I think it was right after the, the, the wonderful scene with uh, uh, George and Mary where they're on the phone. And that's, to me, that's one of the greatest scenes in the history of cinema. Yeah. yeah. It's the 
And for those who haven't seen it, it's this incredible moment where uh, George is pissed off. He's upset that, um, you know, his life is like his life out is, for him. he's realized his brother is, is going to go take a plastics job. And it's like, oh, you know, I'm stuck here. I am totally stuck here. And there's nothing I can do about yeah. it because my guilt is going to keep me here running this building alone. And I have to do it. I have to be here. And he's fighting it, fighting it, fighting it. And he, he ends up walking to, I'm sorry, it's a long story. I, it's good. Um, we got time. Walking to um, Mary's house, his old love interest from who hasn't been around. She's been in college. She's went to college. Um, and he. I think it, she was. He was her love interest. Yeah, no, she was totally. But he didn't really get zinged by he's, her. He was interested in her, but he goes to the house and he's there reluctantly, and it's just like, ah, oh, I don't want to be here. And then he kind of gets pissed off and leaves, and and uh, forgets his hat, and he comes back, and and Sam Wainwright, who is courting Mary, calls and and starts talking to him, and they they get they huddle together on the phone, close together, and he's smelling her hair, and you see all this, and he's smelling her hair. And the essence of her is entering him, and he's realizing. He's realizing that his that he can't live without her, and that she is ensuring that he will never leave there. Yeah, and and it's just a beautiful it. moment. It's a realization. He throws down the phone and gets angry and violent and. And his violence turns into violent love. And it's just a, a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's a wonderful It is thing. wonderful. Beautiful. It's wow. wonderful to hear a man describe it. Don't, don't shush them. We, we love to hear a man describe, because it is like the ultimate in romance that he can't yeah. live without her. Who, uh, why, since you brought up Sam, Sam Wainwright, who's playing Sam Wainwright? B.D. Wong is playing Sam Wainwright. Sam Wainwright. Oh, how wonderful. That's fabulous. B.D. Wong. Can't, and and you know Ellie Kemper is playing Mary. Yeah, that's amazing, absolutely amazing. Well, you know, because there's those lines. Like, I one of the things I'll be looking forward to is all the little nuancey things. There's there's the whole line where they'll all say hee haw right. um, when Sam, when Sam. So I can't wait to hear how they handle that because it's not you know the vernacular now. I can't wait to hear how they handle that. So there'll be all these little things that we'll get to see, and I love all the little character actors that are in um, the movie script. My, one of my favorite lines is at the very end. Where the, you know, the one where the woman and said, I, I was saving to get a divorce. If ever I get me a husband, <laughs> I, that's my favorite line. Brilliant. Line. Um, yeah. You know so I can't that? wait. Go ahead. You know who's playing that role? No, who? Chelsea Darnell. I'm excited. So I want to see, I want to see what Bill Pullman does with his character. Who's he playing? He's playing uncle Billy. Oh, Oh, great. Yeah. That's wonderful. You know, I, I'm excited about that. And of course your dad is playing the arch villain. He's playing Mr. Yeah. Potter. Totally a little bit, not of, typecast, little bit right? of typecasting, but <laughs> he, he does do a curmudgeon really well. Yes, he, he does, and he'll he'll do that very well. He'll he'll be he'll be wonderful in that. Yeah, he'll crush that. Uh, the whole thing is so wonderful. We can't wait to see it again. You guys want to go to T? I can't get the letters, so it stands for the Ed Asner Family Center. So all the first letters, T E A. -A Dot org. Dot org. Or they could just go to the or, or they could just go to edasnerfamilycenter.org and that would work. Okay. okay. And get your tickets. If you are already a subscriber to Autism Live, you check your mailbox later on today. We have scheduled a thing to come to you that will give you a code for 50% off, which we're very grateful for them for giving that to our Autism Live family. Uh -huh. Yeah, the Hanukkah president, uh, present, I absolutely love it. And, you know, you were talking about Hanukkah before. And, you know, one of the things that I love about the Hanukkah story that really strikes me and kind of goes hand in hand with this, this film is this, and, and with this pandemic, is the idea of not having enough, but having the faith that it will be okay and that it will be enough. And I think a lot of people are right there, right this moment in this pandemic. It's what the Hanukkah story is. It's what the It's a Wonderful Life story is. 
And, and I think we have all, I think we can admit, we have all been there at least once as parents on the autism spectrum. And there is nothing that fills you with more hope and light than being in a place where you feel like you're not gonna have enough and having it miraculously, miraculously stretched to be enough. Uh, I'm getting emotional listening to you. <laughs> no, no I, it's the truth, right? It's it's a really hard time right yes. now, and and you know people are struggling out there, and you know and and it's you know and sometimes there's people... a lot of uncertainty, and and I think we need we need to feel good about things, and we need things that make us feel good. But I think also so, sometimes people it's very hard for people to ask for help. Yeah, and I think you at during these times you don't wait for somebody to ask. You just offer or you bring over something, because a lot of people are doing without this year yeah. and more so than any other year and you know special needs families uh, you know they are struggling right now they're struggling they're financially struggling and you know we on a daily basis struggle with the online learning you know so there's so much going on right now and and we all have to become one community and help each other and it's not just about you know one organization or the other we're all one big family in the special needs community Amen to that, sister. And I want to do a special plea out there um, that obviously we want you all to be a part of this event on Sunday. It's for a great uh, cause. And as we were saying, you can, if you'd like to, you can gift a ticket to somebody else. Mm -hmm. There's so many families out there or individuals, even, you know, you might have a family member who is childless and going to be spending the holiday alone and normally they would gather with you or with someone else and they're going to be spending the holiday alone. What a great gift to give them, to ask them to be on, you know, give them a ticket and be on watching this show together. And I'm encouraging everybody, reach out to the people that you know that either are single parents or adults living alone during this time because the isolation is crushing for those people. And it might be five minutes on a Zoom call for you, but it might be life-saving for them. 100%. Hundred percent, but buy them a ticket. Um, I think they'll they'll be thrilled with that, and and I guarantee you, everybody's going to be talking about it on Monday. We certainly are going to be talking about it on Monday. It's going to be a good time. Um, what 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 are the big? Are there big plans for the Ed Asner Family Center? We're going to be sleeping on Monday. <laughs> yes, you will be sleeping, but we will all be talking. Um, lives. <laughs> but um, are, do you guys have big plans for 2021 for the center? It's we know the first half is going to be bumpy. We have a lot. We have a lot going on in the new year. We have uh, we have um, dating on the spectrum, which is a very exciting program that Chelsea uh, Darnell, our social director, is helping us create, uh, along with, of course, Chris Assad, our mental health director. And we've partnered with some amazing other organizations like Education Spectrum, Kathy Gott, um, FAA, uh, UD Bennett's um, organization. And it's kind of like a community-wide program. So at each organization, they're gonna have a different version of dating on the spectrum. Um, at, our, at our center, we're gonna have in-person. And uh, we're all, it's also gonna be run with mental health, um, you know, with our therapists. So, very excited about that. It's going to be debuting uh, early February. Wonderful. And we'll also be continuing the, the classes that we have now. Our uh, in-person. Our in-person classes and also our, our virtual classes. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Let's, before we run out of time, let's talk about some of the sponsors of this event who have donated and who are who have been helping to keep the center. Let's give them a little bit of time here for these amazing sponsors. Who you got that's sponsoring also, us? You have to check out our incredible auction because oh you're having another auction oh my god it's crazy we have another uh love sack you know my favorite company in the world and they they had donated a super sack and an ottoman so it's a bundle it's like a three thousand dollar retail uh thing that you can get um there's so many there are too many to choose to to, to list but we have an amazing auction that i think goes live when does it go live uh, today. <laughs> today. Great. Goes live live at noon. But it's live on noon. It's, you can find it on the website and it really it's another way to support and you know get a present too. Get a present for your loved ones. And there's some amazing things, experiences, 
gifts. Now, I, I have to ask you something. If I do this, can you still see me? Uh, I, I'm seeing you, but yes, I can see you. You were frozen for a second, but I'm seeing you. Okay. But I can't hear you. Okay. Yeah, gonna, okay. You can't hear me? I could, but I okay. can now. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know who's who's sponsoring us. Uh, so okay. So um, uh, let's see. I'm gonna go start at this one. So Amazon Studios and Prime Video, Fox Entertainment, Howard Gordon and Alex Gonza, Guest Foundation, Lord Miller Productions, Sony Pictures Entertainment, A and E Networks, Carmen and Tanya Finestra, Dolby Exhibit A, uh, Felker Tojek, Settleson Abramson. I can breathe. Uh, Gendler and Kelly, Green Bean Ventures, Highbridge, Hulu, uh, ABCE, and 20th Century Tele Studios, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer Television, Lori, Lori Griner Companies, Lynn and Norman Lear, and Act 3 Productions, Pete Doctor, Bob Peterson, and Jonas Rivera, the Robert and Renee Kelly Foundation, Vayner Talent, Warner Brothers, YouTube Originals, Plush Beds, and Roland. And Andy all, Marks. And Andy Marks are all sponsoring us for this wonderful. You've got some heavy hitters there, I just got to say. And can I take two seconds to say about your auctions? You guys have the best stuff. If you haven't been to their auctions, you have missed out, my friends. Yeah. I I was the happy winner of a plush bed in oh, the auction um, that you guys had. Uh, I can't, I can't even remember. How's it going? How's it going? I told you. I told Don't you. I look younger. I've been getting the best sleep. I told um, you. You did tell me. Bed it's I, really good. I, it literally is the best bed I've ever. It's like being in a nest. I used we, to I used to wake up, and, and this is like turning into a commercial, but I, I used to wake up um, sore most of the most of the days and i wake yep. up now i you know i wake up refreshed and ready Re first refreshed and ready. <laughs> no and uh, honestly my husband and i want to do oh, wait I, I didn't hear what you said what did you say jim never has a second cup of coffee at home it's <laughs> so funny um no my husband and i want to do uh not a commercial but we want to do a little video because people are saying to us oh my god what are you doing because i've lost 30 pounds and he's lost 20 pounds now we have, eat, we have eaten better and we have put a treadmill in the living room, but we did that before and we were too tired to get on the treadmill. Yes. We got the bed and now I'm getting enough sleep. And you know, you don't lose weight unless you're getting enough good sleep. Yeah, your so, cortisone and everything. Yeah. yeah, I now have more energy. I've been in less pain. Love my plush bed like a crazy person. We need to connect you guys with the owners because they would love to have that testimonial. Yeah. No, it's, it's been great. And, uh, but, but we, we love, we've bid on other things that we didn't win out on, but people you're crazy if you're not going to their auction because yes. there's some really cool things that you can't get anyplace else and you can get some good bargains. But now I've told you we will be bidding against each other. That's okay. It's all for a good cause. Um, but love it. And I love all those sponsors and you guys deserve it. Thank so, you. Uh, thank you. And, uh, I, I, I thank you guys for everything that you're doing. I cannot wait until Sunday night. Uh, we're thrilled to be here talking about it. And, um, we just send you lots of love and good internet connections on yeah. Sunday. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. We've got 18 people coming on. So Okay. What, yeah. could go wrong? what could go wrong? What could go, what wrong? go wrong? But you know what? That's part of the enjoyment yeah. of a live event is that we will watch and Never see know. what goes awry. And that will be part of it. Gonna do. Who, who knows what Pete Davidson is going to do? That's right. It, I think it's going to be off the chain. I think it's going to be the most fun that anybody can have during this holiday season. And I, uh, you know, I pray that you get lots of money to keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing is amazing, you guys. Thank we you. love you. Thank you, we Shannon. love you. Love you. And say hi to my friend James. I miss he, he misses you guys like crazy. Uh, but soon, soon, okay. soon, soon. All right. Love you. Thank hey, you hi. so much. We have to go, and we we do not have a live show tomorrow. So I'm going to see you guys again on Monday. We got a crazy week next week. Great guests. Lot. Keep stay tuned to see what we have because it's going to be off the chain for our last week in 2020. We got to put this crazy year to bed in the right way. So I will see you guys hopefully register for the Sensitive Santa event on Saturday. You can go right now to Eventbrite, look for We Rock the Spectrum and Autism Live, 
If you're in the Los Angeles area, it's drive-through, all social distancing, but Santa has a gift for your child. One ticket, one car. Nobody gets out of the car, right? Um, and then uh, make sure you register for your tickets on uh, for the event on Sunday at the Ed Asner Family Center for It's a Wonderful Life. And if you have already subscribed on our website to Autism Live on, on autism-live.com, if you're a subscriber, then later on today, uh, before midnight tonight, I don't know what time it's set at, you will get a uh, discount coupon to get your ticket at half price. Isn't that nice that they did that for us? So uh, God bless to you as well, to people writing in. And we will see you again on Monday. There is a show tomorrow. It just won't be live. So until Monday, uh, and, and there'll be marathon shows over the weekend, but they won't be live. But I'll see you live back here on Monday. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now.